Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is for the first season of Netflix's Squid Game, which has been making the rounds on social media and lots of people have been talking about it. And I'm here to give you my thoughts on the show. I finished it about 10 minutes or so ago. And uh, yeah, all the all the nine episodes of uh, Squid Game are finished. Uh, I actually thought there was eight episodes. And I got a bit confused when episode 8 ended. Because I thought it was the season finale. But it wasn't. <clears throat> there is uh, 9 episodes. But anyway. Uh, here to talk about it. Uh, here to do my spoiler free section first. Uh, to tell you if I recommend it or not. And then I'll get into the spoiler section later. And talk about the things that happened. All of the all of the very wild things that happened in this TV show. It was uh, It was quite a journey. <laughs> Quite a journey indeed, my goodness, this this show goes some places, but I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, I loved it, I thought it was fantastic, I really, really did. Um, and I'll say this, I, even before this show started making the rounds on social media, uh, and people started talking about it, I was already knowing that it was kind of coming up. Now and again I get these emails from Netflix, and it will say like, here's what we got coming up for whatever month. And I remember seeing Squid Game on the list, and I read the description, I was like, hmm, that sounds like something I'd be interested in. Uh, came out, a bit of time went past, and then I decided started watching it, because it, it got to one of those, I don't know if some of you have heard the phrase uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. I kind of was feeling it a bit. I had other shows I was watching, I still need to catch, on, catch up on this week's morning show and uh, see on Apple TV. But I uh, just kept hearing people talk about it over and over and over again. And uh, the FOMO worked in uh, in this situation. Because I, I did feel like I was missing out. But the reason I felt like I was sort of missing out is because even before the show had come out. I looked at the description and thought, yeah, I'd be interested in that. I'll try and catch it when it comes out. I'd forgotten the release date, but I knew it was soon. And then it came out. And people said it was really, really good. Uh, people said it was quite violent as well, which I, I am fine with. Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's... I sort of I sort of forgot slightly that it was like out or that it was coming out. I knew it was soon. I knew in the back of my mind it was coming out soon. And it's something that's kind of right up my alley in a way. And there's one particular reason as to why. The Game of Survival. I love the idea in a scripted TV show. Whether it's something like this show with Squid Game. Whether it's things like your zombie shows. So like Walking Dead, Black Summer, those sorts of things. Or even with your other post-apocalyptic dramas. Like uh, Why the Last Man, which just started. And War of the Worlds, which is great. Uh, I love those kinds of stories. Now this is a bit different. This isn't post-apocalyptic or zombies or anything like that. This is simply... Uh, so the premise of this thing is a bunch of people, I think it's 400 and something people, sign up for this game because they're all massively in debt. And I mean massively in debt. And it's a game of survival of playing these different games. I'm not going to I'm not gonna spoil what the different games and whatever are because they are treated as a mystery. So I'm going to leave the mystery uh, as a mystery itself. Um play these different games they gotta survive and then they win a bunch of money uh pretty pretty it's a pretty simple setup you know it's a game of survival they don't know what the games are gonna be 
uh, and they have to enter this competition. But you find out sooner or later it's kind of a life on life or death sort of thing. You'll you'll know that if you've seen the trailer. But um, yeah, that's how you sort of get the numbers down. Is is a game of survival. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, I mean, let, let me just quickly go to our, uh, rating system. I'm going to give this musty. I think this was really, I had a really, really good time with this. And I'll just put some emphasis on that as well. I watched, the, so it's very late on Saturday night, basically. <laughs> uh, I just finished it. I spent all of Saturday night watching pff, most of the season. Um, and I watched, I think, two episodes yesterday. I think I watched two yesterday and then all of the rest of it today. But even when I started it yesterday, and I even watched, like, half the first episode or whatever, I was like, I know I'm going to enjoy this. Not in a sadistic way of, like, oh, let's kill all the people. In in a way of, like, Game of Survival. Seeing how people, what, what people will do to get out of situations. I've said this quite a few times. Um, on mainly on like our zombie shows, so like on Walking Dead podcasts, I'm kind of fascinated more in a scripted drama, definitely sort of sense. Because uh, if you do this sort of thing with a with a reality show, obviously not involving the killing, um, I'm not really as interested in that. It's more about seeing how characters are written to get out of certain situations. That's what I'm very interested in, whether it's robots, zombies. Or just humans themselves in in this case. Or certain different dangerous games. I'm very very interested in different characters. Whether it's a different gender. A different age. What what have you. There's lots of different types of people in the world of course. What different types of people will do to get out of dangerous situations. And not even necessarily situations that involve money. Like this show does. But just you might die in this situation. What are you going to do to get out of it? There's different options. And then when you involve the aspect of trust as well. Is something I, I like to see. You know sometimes there's little team ups and things in this show. I'm not going to get too deep into that. But there's certain games that are a little bit more team based. Somewhat somewhat team based. And uh, it's like who are you going to trust? How do you know they won't screw you over? And then there's like other twists within that that I found really interesting as well. I'll talk about that with one particular game in the spoiler section. But um, I'm just fascinated by the idea. Um, And it doesn't have to always be zombies. It doesn't have to always be one particular thing. Uh, You can have like a slasher film as well. Like how, how do the usually teenagers in those like a scream or something like that or young adults. How do these people get away from the masked killer whether it's ghost-faced michael myers whoever those sorts of things i like that aspect as well um so that was that was good and really interesting in terms of this different uh uh, setup that we've got here in terms of like you're playing these games so instead of a less controlled situation where you're running away from a killer or a zombie or a robot dog or whatever they're actually put into controlled somewhat controlled uh games where they're given rules and things to follow uh a, a little bit like scream in a way uh, not scream sorry uh saw a little bit like saw in a certain way but just more sort of it this is almost like if you took saw you turned it into a tv show 
and you made it more of like a game challenge kind of thing um and i liked how that worked actually of like these are kind of some of them are kind of kids games and stuff which is like weird and fun but it's how deadly the situations are as well uh, again i'll i'll kind of get into some of that stuff and break that down in the uh, in the spoiler section uh, but no i thought it was fantastic i uh i i mean in terms of like structure and pacing and stuff didn't really find any pacing issues uh when they're in the scenes where it's sort of in between the games i thought that was paced pretty well it gives you that anticipation of like what are these characters going to be given to do next and i was really interested to see that and sort of this there's sort of sometimes like a slow reveal of that as well like characters at some points would be led into a room you'd be shown a bunch of stuff but not know what they're going to do so you are kind of with the characters looking at and thinking like okay what are they gonna have to do here why are there these different things what does it mean what are they gonna have to do what are the rules gonna be how does it involve multiple people i thought that was great as well um but no really really as you as you can tell from how quickly i watched this show and how much i got through it uh i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it um now it's not like what's a recent example i've given something like zoe's playlist Zoe's extraordinary playlist which is which is an incredible show this isn't like a prestige written tv show um in terms of its writing and emotion and characters uh, i mean the characters i i did get attached to most of the main characters um because you you realize the show wants you to get attached to like a small portion of them and then the others are kind of treated as red shirts a little bit um, but I did get attached to like quite a few characters in the show, but the show's more the show's less about like how can we do the best writing and more about sort of what kind of situations can we put these characters into. I'm not saying it's badly written. I'm just saying it's not written like something like like The Wire or Breaking Bad or Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist or it, it's not written like something like that. But then it doesn't really need to be because it doesn't really it doesn't really have that same type of material. So it's more just about like setting these characters up for these different games, slowly discovering what the games are going to be, and then like seeing the conversations between the characters about who trusts who, who doesn't trust who, and then of course the games themselves and seeing how people survive the, the game of survival. But this does dig into a lot of themes in terms of humanity. It it digs into survival, trust, greed could say ambition all of those sorts of things when you think of like the different themes around humanity uh in terms of um i mean even if you look at like the way people have acted during covid the way people have acted during this petrol thing that we got going on at the moment i was kind of thinking about some of those things and it it makes you it gets you to ponder certain questions about humanity like are we all as bad as what we think some of us are better but how much better are some of us um those that are better people in life are we going to succeed against those who are worse than us and i like the way the show presented some of those questions um so yeah my my one kind of gripe with the show because i've been quite i've been very very positive so far with with what i've said about the show I thought at times the show was slightly too predictable, slightly too predictable, uh, more so in the later stages than in the early stages. 
Um, and I thought the ending was a little bit. I I got I got the gist of what was going on, but not sort of why it was going on. Um, and yeah, uh, but in terms of that as well, this isn't a limited series. You could very very easily do a season two, three, four, five. Um, because what you could essentially do each season, this isn't a spoiler. You could essentially pick. Let's say ten, ten, 10 main characters that you follow. And then the rest of them are just sort of red shirts. And you could just set up six new games each time. And you could you could possibly have the same person running it. I, I, I don't know. It depends what they would want to do with that. Um, or what one of the same people. There's lots of people involved in this. So don't consider that a spoiler either. Um... But yeah, there's there's quite an easy way that you could simply the game could or could not be led by some of the same people. Um, you could have it set roughly the same, but you could have six new games, ten new people to follow with the rest of the characters sort of just there, and you could just do another season like that, and then you could do it again and again and again, and you you could do that a lot of times actually. Um, so yeah, and you possibly could connect the seasons together and that sort of thing, possibly, but you didn't, you wouldn't need to, per se, um, but yeah, there's, there's options, certainly, as to what you could do with a season two, uh, but it's not a limited series, and given how much this has been talked about, uh, and talked about on social media, I think it will be renewed for a season two, I also read something yesterday, about um what was it uh someone from korea some bandwidth company was trying to sue netflix because too many people were watching the show (laughs) um which is like okay lots of people are using a service they pay for cool that's no reason to sue the provider it's just because i don't think the internet bandwidth can kind of handle some of it but that's a very good sign that's a very very good sign in terms of numbers um but yeah, hopefully a lawsuit doesn't sort of kill another season. But we shall see, we shall see. Um, I, I think it will happen though. I've seen a lot of people talking about this on social media. Because it, it's hard to <clears throat> it's hard to gauge sometimes, unless it's a budget thing. It's hard to gauge sometimes, even in this day and age, if Netflix will actually renew a show or not. It's It's hard to tell, really. Unless you're a really, really big one, like a Crown or a Stranger Things or... Like Sex Education or The Witcher or something. Because even uh, Glow didn't get like... I, I think that was because of COVID. Didn't get its... Uh, I think it was its last season. Um, made, did it. Uh, and they've cancelled certain other shows that were pretty big. But there's there's some shows that like... Particularly stick out a bit more. And I think this is definitely one of them. Given the amount of, just given the amount of conversation I've seen about this show, so uh, anyway, I loved it. I thought it was great, uh, which again feels a bit weird to say about a show that's very particularly violent. I will just say about the violence as well. I was reading lots of people online saying like, "Oh, this is like really awful and it's really, really violent and really shocking." Not to me, not to me. Um, I I think there's shows out there that are more violent than this. I think it's because of how. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? You know when something is shown like kind of full throttle 
violence. Like you don't really see people get injured off screen. Um, if someone like falls off something and splats to their death you'll see it. If somebody gets shot in the head you'll see it. If somebody gets stabbed you'll see it. Um, it's it's the Let's say if you bring up the word censoring. If you're going to censor something. It's the complete opposite of that. This show doesn't really attempt to censor anything. Um, like when a character dies violently. You'll, you'll see it. Um, and it obviously has a lot of blood and like people getting shot and stabbed and all sorts of other things. Um, but the show doesn't try to censor anything really. No, there's no scenes I can remember really that the show tried to censor for any particular reason. So, um, it is, it is violent. Yeah, it is certainly violent, but I've got quite a high, not in terms of like real life, but in terms of like media, I've got quite a high threshold for violence. I I I do. Um, not that I want to be like challenged on it or whatever, but I've got quite a high threshold for that. So, it would take quite a lot for me to be sort of disturbed by something, in um, like media. I I mean I've heard things like the hostile films are quite violent and that sort of thing. I think I've seen the first one. I can't remember. Um. But no, I, I was totally fine with, with with all of it. Um still sort of like, oh that was pretty shocking, but it, it it's it's nothing that I haven't really seen before. So yeah. But I, I do understand why some people found it a little bit violent, but that's that's just kinda what it is. So uh, anyway, that's pretty much all I got for the spoiler-free section. Must see, really, really enjoyed it. The game of survival and everything, really fantastic. And uh, I definitely recommend that you go and watch it. You don't have to watch it as quickly as what I did. <laughs> Although there were certain people that finished it before me. So obviously I was slightly late to the party. But I've uh, attended the party nonetheless. And it was great. So um, anyway for those of you who um, yeah, want to let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever. Uh, before I get into the spoiler section. <clears throat> uh, org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information. In your show notes, uh, that's it for the spoiler-free section. Um, I'm going to get into some housekeeping, and then we will talk about the spoilers. See you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. 
and you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film, but it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show okay so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Manchester United today, or earlier today, well, Saturday, uh, drew 1-1 with Everton in the Premier League. Very, very disappointing result, but uh, Anthony Martial finally grabbing a goal after not scoring one for about a year or so. Uh, so he broke uh, broke the duck, I think is the phrase that you use, um, uh, which is good, and it's good for his confidence and everything, but uh, disappointing 1-1 draw nonetheless. Uh, there's now an international break and there won't be any league football for about two weeks or so. So there won't be any United cast episodes anytime soon. Uh, Ted uh, Lasso is still continuing. That's for season two, episode 11. The season finale is next week on Friday. Uh, United cast, May United did beat Villarreal 2-1 in the Premier League. A last minute goal from Cristiano Ronaldo saving the day yet again. Because that's just what he does. Walking Dead podcast, those are still continuing season 11. Episode 6 is the newest one for that. Uh, Gaming Talk this week, we talked about the the Nintendo Direct, all the different game announcements, the Super Mario film casting announcements, and the the news from the Last of Us day as well. Uh, Chat podcast for this month just gone, so it's for September. Uh, Talking about how the month went for September, but it was also a very special episode as well. Uh, Ian Thomas Malone. Uh, she's a comedian, and uh, we talked about LGBTQ issues. She's transgender, run bisexual. So we talked about our different journeys concerning all of that, and just a big general discussion about how the world perceives LB- L- uh, GBT- LGBTQ. Uh, see, even I say it wrong sometimes. LGBTQ people, and uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly in terms of all of that. But uh, she was really great to talk to, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Manchester United also lost 1-0 in the Premier League against Aston Villa, so that wasn't very good. Uh, then there was the West Ham defeat as well. Um, <clears throat> then I also did a uh, Analyzing Television episode 13, talking about TV adverts, the good, the bad, and all the rest. And I watched adverts on that podcast, which you can check out. You can find all of that on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. I'm going to get into spoilers now. So if you don't want to know who lives, who dies, what happens, the different games, what happens in Squid Game itself. uh, You're going to want to tune out now. So if you're listening on a podcast player, go into it, close it, press pause, whatever you want to do to turn that off. And if you're listening on the website, you can either press pause, back, or the homepage, or one of those different buttons, or mute it, or whatever you need to do to switch the podcast off. Alright, so I didn't know all the uh, character names down. They're all kind of like, uh, I think they're all Korean, aren't they? Um, and and that sort of thing. So, um, although I think there were some Chinese characters. That that those sort those types of sort of characters. 
Uh, so I didn't write the character names down. I basically gave them all kind of nicknames. And some of them give nicknames to each other. So I kind of used some of those anyway. So the show sort of leans into that in- itself. So I didn't feel like I was being particularly uh, disrespectful in that way. I'm just gonna write. I'm just gonna read out the different um, nicknames I've got for the characters. So you got main guy. Uh, you got pickpocket, bad guy, mouthy woman, bus ticket guy, business guy, old man, cop, spectators, and then I think he was actually called front man, the guy who's kind of in charge of it all. And I put guy in charge, but I think he's called front man. Um, all of these characters are revealed to have names. I'm just not going to be able to quite distinguish all of them and, and that kind of thing. So apologies for that. But again, you know, old man, that name was used several times. Um, pickpocket, that nickname was used several times. Bad guys, obviously, well, the the main kind of... The, the, the bad guy that tried to screw people over. Uh, mouthy woman, that's the one that had sex with him. They had sex in the toilet. <laughs> uh, she's the one who, yeah, started annoying everybody. Uh, bus ticket guy and business guy, they actually um, did the marble game together, didn't they? Uh, so that's who those two people are. Um, then the old man is, well, pretty obvious, the, the old man there. The cop is the one that infiltrates the place. Uh, pickpocket is the one that's... Um, She's the one that died at the end. Uh, business guy was the one that killed her. Uh, she got like a shard of glass stuck into her. And then main guy is our lead protagonist. So I'm just going to go by those names. It's easier for me to do. It's probably easier for some of you to understand who I'm talking about as well. So I think that would just be the easy way to do all this. Um, I'm going to break this down by the game, so instead of talking about each character, I'm just going to talk about what happened in the games first, and choose my favourite one as well. So you had first game was um, Red Light, Green Light. I think I got all of these in the right order. Um, But yeah, first game was Red Light, Green Light. Second game was like the biscuit honeycomb thing, where they had to cut out the shape that was um, created. Then you had the tug of war game. I think that was the third one. Then you had the marbles game. Then uh, the bridge was the fifth one. That was with the glass things. Glass panels. And then game six was the actual squid game itself. The one that they had played as kids. And whatnot. My favourite one. uh, I didn't really get into the marbles thing. That also took a bit too long. Um, Tug of war was kind of interesting. But that was definitely the quickest one. Um, probably the hardest one out of all these. Um, I'd say it's probably the biscuit one. Yeah, just because, like, especially with the umbrella thing and all that. Um, that would have been very difficult to do. Obviously, certain characters cheated. They used lighters and all sorts of things. Um, so that was what happened as well. Uh, Red light, green light, I did like... My only problem with the red light, green light thing is it took half the players out very, very early. And I would have liked to have seen some more of the players survive a little bit longer. But that game was kind of designed to do that now that I think about it. Um, But they all did the wrong, like, why were they... You get told, okay, this is a motion game where um, when you get the red light, you stop moving. Stop moving or you'll get shot. So what did they decide to do? They decide to turn around and run towards a locked door and get themselves all shot. Um, 
but again that kind of shows like because uh, there's lots of different themes to take again from these different games that shows the panic side of humanity of like not listening to the instructions quite easy quite clear instructions stop and go basically and if you don't stop when you're told to you'll get shot and then move when you're told to move and you'll be alright but uh, humanity tends to panic in certain situations um yeah so that was uh, that was that game but uh, I thought it was quite good uh, it was a good way to kick things off um and obviously there's the f- initial confusion as to like oh what are we going to be playing and all that sort of thing um because that was one of the few games where they were put into an actual isolated room with like a background and stuff so that was that was quite a good one um but they were they were supposed to be kind of kids games or most of them were squid game was red light green light was i don't think the honeycomb thing was a kids game tug of war was a kids game the marbles thing kind of is i don't know about the bridge i wouldn't label that as a kids game uh not not really <laughs> so cuz that was far deadlier i think than some of these other ones cuz that was purely just a guessing game Although I do think I'll talk about that as I get to it, but I do think there was there's certain ways you could do that. Maybe um, the second one, the honeycomb one, I would say is definitely the hardest out of these because that's more just tough. Whereas the bridge thing is like a guessing game. It's still difficult, but the honeycomb a biscuit game thing was basically okay. Like if you snap. It it's so that's so harsh in a way. Like if you snap off a part of a biscuit, you'll get shot in the head. <laughs> like wow, yeah. Um, and these these guards, like the ones in the red suits and that, they do not. Um, they just go up to you and just bang straight in the face, don't they? It was uh, that was quite something. That was really quite something. But you you got used to it a little bit, I suppose. But um, like there was the one person towards the end of that game, and they had like slight a slight part of the handle of the umbrella broken, and they got shot in the face for that. Um, but it's like you don't know specifically how that is gonna break, so you go to break. It's literally. You go to break a piece of that biscuit off. And you might think okay it will break this bit off. But what about like a biscuit can snap a certain way at certain points. And it did look quite tough. Uh, It looked like one of those um, ginger biscuits. uh, If I'm to compare them from ones that I've actually eaten in the UK. Uh, Yeah for those of you that have had like ginger biscuits. They're almost the same colour as well. But they're like they're a little bit thicker. Um, but they're basically just these circular biscuits. And like. I mean even with any sort of biscuit like that. You try and snap it a certain way. As you think it's going to go that way. But you might break an entirely different piece of it off. But in this situation. <laughs> you break up a, off a piece of it. And you take off like a corner of the star. You're going to get shot in the face. That's 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 incredible. That is incredible. Um. Because they didn't know what that. That's that's what I mean about the slow reveal of these games. They the the red light green light thing is pretty simple. Um, with this with the biscuit game, the second one, they had no idea what they were picking shapes for. 
you know um yeah it's just like you pick that umbrella thing that's got to be very difficult to do but of course our main guy comes up with a strategy to uh like melt it whatever he said so and then there's a pickpocket and bad guy um and also uh mouthy woman they all use i think all three of them used uh, like a lighter on the on the needle uh not the needle sorry the the pin and um managed to like cut around it and stuff they're lucky they didn't, they're really lucky they didn't get caught with that of course they all died anyway but um you know so uh, that was a uh, boy that was a difficult one <laughs> that was a difficult game um yeah especially some of the way the ways that some of the characters like they would go to break off a piece of it they'd know it's broken and they're looking down they look up there's a guard in front of them and it's like i'm going to die that that's that's that, i can't imagine that i i can't imagine how stressful that would be <laughs> yeah uh or even there's there's the one guy towards the end as well he's like cut the timer runs out He's covering his little case that he's got it in. And one of the guards is like, take your hand off. And I can't remember what was wrong with it, but he hadn't done it. Bang, shot in the face. Well, yeah. Uh, Game 3, of course, was the uh, game uh, uh, Tug of War. That was very, very quickly shown. Um, Here's where the predictability started to come in a little bit. You knew that bad guys team and main guys team would not get pitted against each other. It was too early in the season for either of those groups of characters to die. You also knew that when um, our main main guys team, and of course the old guy had, sorry the old man, had um, his strategies in place. You knew our main team wasn't going to go, wasn't going to go, sorry. Because otherwise, main guy, pickpocket, mouthy woman, bus ticket guy, business guy, and old man would have all died in one go. So I knew that you weren't going to do that. That's where the predictability started to come in a little bit, but it didn't it didn't bother me too much. But that was it was a little bit of a dud of a game, uh, the, the tug of war. Uh, but it was an interesting setup, like because you'll be hanging over the side thing, but then this like thing comes down to cut it, and then you just just drop to your death. And that's that. Uh, that was pretty incredible. Uh, the marbles one that was more sort of that was less sort of just about survival and more about like negotiation and trust and all those sorts of things. Uh, that was where we started to lose a few main characters because uh, the woman that was with uh, pickpocket she got shot. She was like, I don't have anything left and whatever. Uh, bad guy almost died, but he didn't. His, like, second in command or whatever got killed. Uh, interesting with Mouthy Woman with that one. Um, she didn't end up with a partner and got dragged off. I didn't think that she died, and she hadn't, just because we didn't see her die. We didn't hear any gunshots or anything, and she was just put back in the main lobby thing, the, the main room. Uh, so, yeah. That was pretty incredible. Um, there's a bit before the marbles, actually. I think it's after the tug of war game when they when when they start making teams and alliances. My goodness me, when they're doing that bit in the the the, the main room 
and the lights are flickering and people are getting stabbed and attacked and strangled because the bad the bad guy starts it off doesn't he uh he gets like that glass from the from the bottle because um, it all started with the, the food shortages and things like that um yeah and that was yeah i, I remember people saying specifically episode four was particularly violent again i just like yeah it was violent but it's not worse than anything i've seen before really i think it was just because it was so chaotic as well and like the lights are flickering and it was an interesting challenge for me as a viewer to like okay who who's who am i looking at are they okay are they about to get like stabbed or whatever uh and then you were you wondered about the old man the old guy because uh you're like where where is he he's not going to be able to fight in this situation and he'd like climbed on top of a bunch of beds that was interesting but that that was pretty wild um but we didn't lose anybody main from that i don't think so yeah uh, but that was, I think that happened in, in between the, the tug of war and the marbles. So game four, I think it was game four was the marbles. They get a bit tricked, don't they? Because they're like, oh, get yourselves into partners. Um, little do they know it's not partners that you're going to work with. It's partners that you're going to work against. I thought that was a really interesting twist, actually. Um, because as soon as they mention like oh the player with the mar- most marbles at the end wins you're like okay so each person that loses the, the pairings is going to get killed and yeah Ima- imagine that just over a game of marbles uh especially with the what was the one with that bad guy and his second in command like they have this simple little game of oh throw the throw the uh marble into the ditch and he tries to run off and he gets shot and it's like wow you've been shot because you lost the game of like marbles or whatever um that was of course where we lost um a ticket guy he got proper screwed over by the biz by uh business guy um because he had like little what they pebble things or stones or whatever in his bag um the problem was he couldn't because i i i remember thinking when that happened like put them back in pretend that you've got some marbles just because again what other option do you have but they kind of knew um just because um business guy i do feel weird calling these characters by these names but at least i know who i'm talking about uh yeah just the way he kind of walked off and they they, like they, they knew they they knew what was going on and then he got shot so um i do wonder it wasn't really explored and we didn't really find out what would have happened because they had 10 marbles each what would have happened if they had each just kept their marbles and just not done anything for half an hour i'm guessing they would have both been shot um like any of the pairs i'm talking about i'm guessing they would have both just been shot but nobody tested that theory uh because initially business guy and ticket guy bus ticket guy um they each they kind of agree to do that and then they don't and then business guy just like again you you got to think of that game of survival it's life and death it's not all just about the money it's about life and death uh and clearly not very trustworthy that that's where the the um tables were turned with that and 
yeah, he proper he proper screwed him over with that. We also got the part with because uh, I had no idea what was going to happen with old guy and main guy. Um, because they show it as if old guy gets shot, but we know that that doesn't sort of doesn't happen. The the, the reveal with the old guy at the end is one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. I do not understand that at all. But he kind of died, and there's kind of like. I really don't understand what what that was. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to believe at the time that uh, uh, that he'd been shot. But I didn't believe that main guy was going to die at any point, really. So, yeah. Uh, but that was game number uh, four. Then the bridge. I really like the bridge one. But the only problem with the bridge that I have. This this front guy, front man, front uh, uh, guy in charge, talks about all oh, the games are fair for everyone. Not if you've got a fifty-fifty. Like, okay, this glass is more breakable than the other one. The only thing that you could do with that, because they didn't give these specific rules, I noticed where the where the panels of glass were attached. I'm not saying you could walk the whole way across because one of the guards would probably threaten to shoot you. What about if from the start, from that very platform that you start on, you kind of sit down a little bit and lean your legs over so that you're putting weight on it? You do that with the first one, right? See, it is a strategy that I would possibly try. I don't know if it would work. I don't know if I'd be threatened to get shot from from the guards, but it's worth a try. So basically, if you sit down on the first platform, not the glass, but the platform they start on, you put your legs over and you put as much weight as possible on the glass. Maybe even try to kick it or something. If the glass doesn't break, you try to stand on that one, right? Because <clears throat> if obviously you try the other one <clears throat> and it breaks, then you've got your answer. Then if you go to the next one, right? The one that's directly in front of you, because they were square from each other, weren't they? You do the same thing again. You sit down on the glass and you lean your legs over. You try to put pressure on the piece of glass that's in front of you. If it breaks or doesn't, then you have your answer. Then you move to the next one. Keep doing that as you're going through, and that sh- that should work all the way to the end. That's just because they they didn't say that you couldn't do things like that. Um, yeah, because the way that these characters played it, they just kind of jumped from one to the other. I know there was a bit of the end with I guess we could call him Window Guy or Glass Guy. Um, and he's like, oh, I can see reflections of the lights and stuff, but then, uh, front man stops that from happening, and then, uh, bad guy pushes him anyway, so, yeah, um, but that's, that's kind of what I would try, you've got to think of other ways to do these games, other than just, hey, let's just jump on this bit of glass and see if I end up dead, um, yeah, but it was it was very visceral the way these these deaths were shown. Like you play, people just plummet into their death on this thing. Uh, whether it's from the because uh, with the with the first and the second game you would get shot. With the third game you'd fall to your death. With the fourth game you'd get shot. With the fifth game you'd fall to your death. And with the sixth game it was uh, knives, wasn't it? So although I think whoever would have lost that game would have gotten shot. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the bit with the bridge. That was one of my favourite parts of the the season, I think, or, or of the um of the games. And then of course, bad guy at one point comes out with like, um, 
you know, like, hey, I'm like one of you is gonna go first. If that doesn't happen, we're all basically gonna die. And then uh, Mouthy Woman gets uh, gets her revenge. She just kind of like holds him really tightly, and ends up sort of trying to backflip off of the thing, which uh, I thought was a satisfying end for both of them. Um, I don't. Mm, I was gonna suggest something, but it might sound really stupid. If you're falling down like that, holding somebody. If you make sure that the person that you're holding lands first, have you got any chance of survival? Because you're not directly landing on the ground, you're landing on somebody. I understand, obviously, the um, distance of falling and the, and the impact, I get that. But you're not directly falling onto the ground then, you're, you're falling onto a person. Maybe that can, like, soften the blow some somewhat, and... Um, <clears throat> Bad guy was pretty big as well, so like there'd be more there to sort of lean on, I guess. Would that work? I don't know, but it, it doesn't matter anyway because she died. Um, yeah, so that was uh, her kind of getting her revenge and stuff. That was uh, that was pretty cool. So, um, and then uh, what's it? Bit, uh, business guy pushed uh, the glass guy. He's like, "Hey, just try, just try the panel and see if it works." It broke, and then uh, yeah, that's where we knew the tables had really turned. Um, then, unfortunately, you know, um, pickpocket gets caught with a shard of glass. I thought that was really unlucky, actually. Like, because basically, all these uh, bits of uh, glass panels get like exploded or, or whatever, don't they? And you can see this. There's like this slow mo thing of uh, of these uh, of the bits of glass cutting people. But obviously, she got stabbed with one of them. That's really, really unlucky. Um, yeah. And then before you get to the sixth game, you've got the obviously the squid game uh, and that kind of thing. Um, but then you've got the scene in the main room where there's only three beds left. Then you've got uh, main guy, pickpocket, and business guy. Everybody else is dead, apart from old man. Because we see what happens with that later. Um, this is again where certain themes come up. Which is... Uh, main guy didn't take his chance. If he had gone over and stabbed a business guy... Then pickpocket might not have died. She might have still died, but... I get, I kind of get, um, business guy and his, um, idea there of, like, you're both my enemies, and one of you got distracted and went to the door, so I just kind of took out the other one while that was happening, and now it's down to two. I, I, got, I understood the strategy there. It wasn't nice, obviously, but none of these players were put in this game to be nice. They were put in there to survive. And if that means killing the other players, then that's kind of what they had to end up doing. So, I didn't like it, but it was uh, what he decided to do. But I think she was probably going to die anyway, to be honest. So, plus, like, if they did the um, squid game with three of them anyway, surely one, surely it was just going to be one person winning anyway. And if it was going to be main guy in the whole way through... Which I thought it was going to be. Um, then she would have died anyway. And Mouth Guy would have won. Mouth Guy. Main Guy would have won. So yeah. 
I mean, it, it doesn't make that much difference. It was just a bit more like, well, you took her out. You just kind of went over to her and stabbed her. So, um, but I don't think she was even conscious when that happened because she'd kind of fallen over already. So, yeah. Then you get to the last game, which is Squid Game. Uh, I found the most boring, actually. Uh, it just been, basically ended up being a fist fight with knives involved because they played the actual Squid Game for like a, 30 seconds. Which I don't understand how that squid game works. But it doesn't really matter. Uh, but yeah. It kind of ended up just being a bit of a fist fight. And then. Main guy tries to not win the money. And then business guy takes himself out. Um, okay. That just really showed the differences. Between business guy and main guy. Which was that. Uh, main guy wasn't really willing to finish the job. And kind of get the money. Even though he knew he needed a, he needed the money, I tell you what, I would have been really, really annoyed. Um, because they he he pulls out the kind of vote to finish the game thing. If they had agreed to that and and called off the game, I would have not liked any of the season if that had happened because that would have felt like a total waste. But that didn't happen, so that was that was good that that didn't happen. Um. But that was the Squid Game. That was easily my least favourite. Easily. Um, I would say probably the bridge I really liked. The biscuit thing I really liked. Just because it was different. Red Light Green Light was fun. Tug of War was very quick. And the marbles was more about. The marbles was probably the most different. That was more just about trust. And that kind of stuff. So I mean they kind of have a seventh game. Which is that midnight thing. And. The, the flickering of the lights. It's not an official game. But it kind of is another one of the games. So anyway. Uh, that's pretty much my thoughts on the six different games. I've been going a while now. So I'll just uh, try to wrap up the podcast with some things. I kind of like the cop storyline. I thought that was good. That was a good little side way to investigate this place. Because none of the, none of the main um, characters were going to end up doing that. So that was a good way to sort of infiltrate this place and see behind the scenes and everything. So uh, I did like that. I'm not supposed to. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to think that he's dead because yeah, he got shot in the chest and he fell down. I think he went straight in the water. Obviously, if he hit his head on the way down or, or anything, it would have caused a concussion or something, and he would have been in big trouble. But uh, this show did did do the typical thing of. If a character's not dead, not shown to get killed, they aren't dead. We saw that with Old Man and we saw that with uh, Mouthy Woman. Because um, I initially thought, like, oh, she's being dragged off from this game. She hasn't got a partner for the Marbles game. And she's going to get shot. But we didn't hear a gunshot and she was put back in the main room. Uh, with the old guy, we saw him get taken away and we heard a gunshot happen. But we didn't see him get shot. Um... Yes, we did see the cop get shot, but we didn't actually see him die. Because um, they're pretty clear when people do die, because they put them in the incinerator. So, yeah. Uh, but that was a, it was a good side story way to sort of infiltrate the main place and everything. And explore more of uh, the front man storyline. I thought that was uh, that was pretty good. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about everything I've got. Uh, I mean, I've been going 50 minutes, so I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, again, when I do spoiler, excuse me, when I do spoiler-free spoiler reviews, 
uh, combined. They're, they're going to be quite long usually. So uh, that's just what we do here on uh, Entertainment Talk. Uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts on the season. I really enjoyed it. I think you can easily do another good few seasons. Certainly a second season because it ended on a somewhat of a cliffhanger. Um, let's talk about the ending itself actually just as the last thing. Um, so main guy ends up with four, is it 46 billion? Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. It would be a challenge to use that money, I think. Um, and once that money was revealed to him, I was thinking of like, wow, all the things you could do with that. That's crazy. That's an absurd amount of money. Um, and he's not been using it and that kind of thing. He gives it to a uh, 10-year-old brother of uh, Pickpocket. And the woman that he met from the stalls and stuff. And yeah. to uh, for, for them to live. A good life which is great. Um, and then he wants to investigate this game again. He finds um, the uh, f- the first guy. I don't know what to call him. Uh, the one that did the first little mini game thing for him. Gets the card off his other guy. Uh, calls up the game. And uh, Frontman is right. Frontman is right with this. Get on the plane. Go and see your uh, was it his daughter and his family. Go and see them. Go and be a good dad. You've got. He's still got a lot of his money, I think. I mean, I don't think in that suitcase there was forty-six billion. That is a lot of money. Um, I know that they they did keep showing over and over again these one hundred grand. Um slips of money but even you'd need a lot of them even to make up 46 billion i mean i don't know what the current if the currency works the exact same way or whatever but just in terms of numbers you'd need a lot of those to make up 46 billion uh so i'm gonna say some of it was in because he, he said like I, I gave what i owed i think it was pit pocket um or somebody else um gave what i i owed them in the suitcase. I don't think that was 46 billion. Um, but he's still got some money on him. Clearly. At the end. And uh, he decides that he's going to investigate the game. Further. So I'm not sure what the hell that means for season 2. I think he's making a wrong decision. Um, but yeah. We'll see how all that goes. Uh, but that's it. That's my review. For uh, the first season of Squid Game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it didn't really come out of nowhere. I just took a little bit longer than everybody else to get to it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. And it brought up that game of survival thing. Which I really really liked. So there's all of that. Again if you want to let me know your thoughts. Feelings, questions, comments, whatever. About anything I said about Squid Game. What do you think of the nicknames. And that sort of thing. Um, or anything I said about the series. Anything you want to say about the series. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalkUK as uh, a contact page and information in your show notes. So get involved and let me know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, Magician Eye podcast. Check it all out. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, you can either listen to more episodes that we've got, either by going to entertainmenttalk.org or finding us on your favourite podcast platform. Uh, word of mouth on social media, lots of people are talking about Squid Game at the moment, so send them this review, let them know uh, Let them know what I think about the show, send them this review, and uh, all the other things, all the other bits of content that we've got. 
Uh, just tell them what we do and where they can find it and all that sort of thing. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups, whatever you'd like to use to spread the content around on social media. That would be great as well. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, our three podcast review options. Check that out as well if you'd like to for all of that. Uh, for your TV and your film news, uh, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk. You can also find Geektown Radio weekly on Tuesdays by either finding that on the same website or by searching for Geek Town on your favourite podcast platform. That's geektown.co.uk, Geek Town Radio, Tuesdays, for all of that, for your TV and your film news. Bex is streaming very regularly over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. You can go and give her a follow over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for all my different game streams, and you can find those archived later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.